And the person interviewing me wrote those words down, looked up from his piece of paper and said to me, so do you think we're going to like that? Yeah, I, I do what I do today, Kathy, because of a fourth grade field trip. No credit to me, just me fumbling along with what I knew at the time and the dog being very forgiving of my mistakes. This is not about hockey. Okay, it's a little bit about hockey, but mostly it's about community. It's about connection. And it's about how those two things can change society. Hey, everybody. I'm Kathy Brooks, the host of Talk Unleashed, and so glad you're here for this week's episode. I got the chance to go to the Stanley Cup Finals last week to the game where the Golden Knights clinched the title and raised the cup. It was a spectacular experience, and I'll be dropping in the show notes a link to a deeper dive on a couple of different topics that I've written about the experience, about leadership, communication, team building, all of the lessons that have landed so powerfully from this team in particular, and especially this season, this magical season, where an absolutely unbelievable thing took place. A brand new team only in its sixth year of existence brings home the Stanley Cup. The other thing I talk about is the fact that I'm a meme, a literal meme, but I don't want to ruin your surprise. So grab a seat, get comfortable, because this is Talk Unleashed. Well, they did it. My Vegas Golden Knights in their sixth year of existence, won the Stanley Cup. Now, if you're not a sports fan, you're not a hockey fan, that probably doesn't mean a whole lot to you. And to be honest, I'm not actually a sports fan. To me, there's sports, and then there's ice hockey. And ice hockey has always held a very, very special place in my heart, probably because I went to games for the very first time when I was, I don't know, maybe a year and a half, two years old, my dad would carry me to the games and sit me on his knee. And these were the days where players didn't wear helmets. The glass above the boards wasn't particularly high. And there was no netting above the glass in the end zone behind the net. Pucks came off the ice all the time. There were fights. And by fights, I mean they looked like street fights being fought on skates. They were brutal, and I grew up outside of Philadelphia where the broad street bullies, as the flyers would come to be known, were particularly brutal in their style of play. For that reason, I pretty much stopped following them as a team and just kind of generally followed hockey for years. I was in San Francisco when the San Jose Sharks came about in an expansion. I actually went to the very first game. It was in the Cow Palace, and that was before they moved down to their arena in San Jose. Once that happened, it was a little too far for me, and I never again really connected with the team. And then 2017 happened, and I was living in Vegas, and I've spoken of this story before, but if you're new to the podcast, I'll give you the Reader's Digest version. It was October 1st, 2017, and Las Vegas had just gotten a hockey team. It was the last home game of the preseason before the inaugural season. 
It was a Sunday, and the game was on the early side, around 5 o'clock. Not entirely sure why, probably because there were other things going on on the Strip at that time, including a country music festival that was happening just down the way across from Mandalay Bay. I went to the game, and my friend and I were planning on going out to dinner afterwards, but I wasn't feeling so great. I had chicken fingers at the game, and they weren't sitting right, so I went home. I went home, and I went to bed early. And when I woke up the next morning, I had notifications on pretty much every platform on my phone, cell, email, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. My phone had been blown up overnight because there had been a shooting at that country music festival. It had happened at just after 10 o'clock when I was already sound asleep. And my friends who had seen pictures of me on the Strip and at T-Mobile earlier in the evening wanted to make sure I was okay. I was nowhere near that festival when it happened. I was never in any danger myself. But if you've ever lived in a city or been in a place where something catastrophic happens, even if it doesn't happen directly to you, it's still very much your experience. It was beyond traumatizing. What was more amazing, though, was this hockey team. This group of misfits, this group of cast-offs, players whose teams did not protect them in the draft, essentially saying, if we need to lose anybody, we can lose you. They weren't wanted. They were rejected, cast off. And they ended up in Vegas. And they took to the ice for their first home game against Arizona. It was about 10 days later. And they won. Not only did they win, but they kept winning. You'd be standing in line at the grocery store and somebody might be listening to a game on their earbud and we'd score and they'd scream, go Knights go, and the whole grocery store would start to chant, go Knights go. I'd be standing pumping gas and on the pump on the other side would be someone in a Golden Knights t-shirt or hat and we would talk about the game from the night before. A city that had never had a sports team, a city that had never had anything singular around which they could rally. All of the things that were representative of Las Vegas, tourism, hospitality, gambling, entertainment, they're transient. It's a thing that people come from away and come to and then they leave. But with the Vegas Golden Knights, we... We had a thing, and it was ours. They didn't come from somewhere else. The Raiders could win a Super Bowl, and it would be great for Las Vegas, and it wouldn't matter in the same way. The Las Vegas Aces are the same way, and there's a whole different episode I'll do about how the women's team actually brought home a championship first and got an iota of the attention being paid to the Knights. But it is also that the Golden Knights healed the city of Las Vegas at a time when the city really needed it. So there's something really fun that also relates to my joy for hockey. Because as someone who just likes to bring joy wherever I go, I am someone who will talk to anyone, anywhere, about anything, under any circumstances. I've always been that way. I love making people laugh. I love bringing people joy. And going to hockey games, cheering and jumping up and down and dancing around to the music and high-fiving people. It's about community. It's about people there for a singular purpose. And back in the 2019 season, 
something pretty special happened that I didn't know about. Unbeknownst to me, the NHL took a clip of me from one of the broadcasts and turned it into a GIF. That's right. You are right now listening to a bona fide internet meme. (laughs) I didn't find out about it until the next season when a friend responded to a comment. Someone had posted, respond below with a GIF that explains how you feel about hockey season starting. Someone had responded using this image. My friend Stacy saw it and tagged me. Kathy, is that you? There I was. Elvis glasses, gold hood, and pom-poms at the ready. That GIF has now been viewed just about 40 million times. Spreading joy. Because that's what hockey really is to me. It's not about the sport. I mean, yes, I love the sport, but I can't quote statistics to you from all of the players and all of the teams. I don't follow all of the teams. I don't paint my face gold and black. I don't wear crazy outfits. Well, okay, the gold hood is probably a little bit out there, but I look mostly normal when I go to the hockey game. What this team means to me is something really big, and it speaks to communication, too. Because it doesn't matter what team I cheer for. If a player is injured, I applaud when they get up off of the ice. And while I can't lie, winning feels really good. At the end of the day, if another team wins, I congratulate those fans. There's fun, healthy chirping and giving each other a hard time. And in the end, it's a game. And for me, it's hockey, it's dogs, it's classical music. For other people, it's baseball. For other people, it's art. For some people, it's different kinds of music. For some people, it's food or it's fishing or it's golf or it's gardening or it's knitting. It doesn't matter. Whatever your thing is, find it. Find the people who enjoy it. Find the people who enjoy it in a different way than you do. That's where communication really can get started. It can get started in that tiny percentage where we overlap. We can all find something to agree on. We can all find some central thing where we can agree. And the truth is, is that we have a lot more of those things than we have of all of the other shit that you might think tears us apart. The Vegas Golden Knights are Stanley Cup champions. I don't even have words. And that's saying something. We did it again. Another episode of Talk Unleashed. It's so great to have you here. And you know what would be even more great if you could scoot over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, maybe even Spotify, and leave a review. Over on Apple, you actually have the chance to say a little bit about the episode. Spotify, just throw some stars on there, hopefully five. It helps us get seen and helps ensure that this conversation and conversations like it keep getting heard by the people who need to hear them. So do us a favor, hop on over and leave a review. And in the category of saying awesome things about awesome people, huge thanks to my producer, 
John McClain and the team at Monster Sound and Picture. They are just the best. And if you've got ideas or questions or feedback, I read all the email that comes in. So feel free to toss a message to talkunleashed at gmail.com. That's talkunleashed at gmail.com. Let me know what you like, what you don't like, who you want to hear from, all the groovy stuff. And most of all, thank you. Thank you for listening, for being part of the conversation, and for keeping the conversation going. See you next week. Thank you.